Howdy, pals. Uh, you might have noticed in this week's episode that we didn't have Theo here for downtime. And I thought, well, we just can't have that. Aww. Uh, so Theo is here with me uh, for a very special bonus downtime episode. I, as always, am your DM, Jono, uh, and my pronouns are he, him. And I am Theo, my pronouns are he, him, and I play Pygmalion, whose pronouns are she, hers. So, just as a little bit of a recap, y'all have recently been doing a, a, a bit of work for the settlement, getting into a place where you can somewhat survive on your own, food, water, shelter, the basics. Mm-hmm. And, uh... There was about a week of time in between y'all coming back with the Dryad and y'all waking up in the town hall to a particularly punchable-looking high elf calling ah. himself the mayor. And what we're going to do now is figure out just what you were up to during that week. I wondered uh, <laughs> I wondered where this was falling chronologically. Yep. Okay, good. I'm glad I didn't miss that. So we come back and we have helped uh, Ripple get situated. Mm-hmm. I think I probably check on the plants with Harmony. I'm sure she did that already. She did. Yeah. I'd like to just pretend I was in the background for that. Absolutely. Make me a nature check. Don't mind if I do. 13 minus 1. That's a 12. Okay. Uh, So you don't know a ton about plants, but... These look pretty good. There's some little green things kind of poking out of the ground. Harmony seems happy. <laughs> All right. That's about as much as I thought I was going to know. Just wanted to make sure. St- uh, still out there? Still out there. Love that. Love that for us. <laughs> Vegetables and what have you. And um, I think that I am trying to make uh, a regular daily habit of meeting with uh, Kayleen in the mornings for prayer and prayer-adjacent activities. Nice. So, yeah, the next morning, you head out uh, towards the hills where the two of you have always, or have, have recently, rather, been uh, meeting up. Mm-hmm. And you find them there. They're out uh, on their, their mat as per usual. They do not appear to uh, notice your arrival. I think uh, I think maybe I have like a like a regular modest blanket with me because um, Pygmalion see Pygmalion do. Oh yeah, and so and so that's my mat now, and I, I roll it out yoga style, yoga mat style, uh, next to them, and I and I take a squat. I love that. You do. Um, is there anything in particular you do during this time of prayer and meditation? I think usually probably a lot of it is just, you know, taking a few moments of silence and, like, having a good designated space to just chill out and hopefully not be too alone with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm pro- today I'm probably thinking a lot about our recent adventures. And I, I, I keep glancing over to see if they're, you know, done meditating. I'm like, oh, not yet, no. I'll be quiet now. <laughs> After about ten minutes, um, their eyes open. They begin to stir a little bit. Good morning. Morning. You seem chipper. Oh, I'm I'm all right. Just thinking, I guess. About 
have you found your deity? Is that it? Oh, you know, I did mean to look into that, actually, and then a lot of stuff happened. There were some frogs. Some more frogs, right? We keep seeing a lot of frogs. None of them friendly. Uh, and, uh, some, and Falstaff was there. You know, you had to be there, really. I'm just worried about the kids, I guess. Back in your, your home? Your, the colony, right? Oh, no, here. Ah. Uh. Well, Sorry, I guess. <laughs> well, I I know Piper's what she's like two hundred or something, but it just not everybody wears it the same. I don't think. No, no, you're quite right. Elves, uh, they don't show it like many others do. Yeah, bless her mother. Can I? Mm, hmm. All right, you can stop me if this is. You know, I'm still kind of getting a handle on conversation starters. Please. Can I ask what I assume is something personal? Did you did you serve at all in the war? No. Um, the Temple of Mistress stayed fairly out of things, um, which we were quite heavily criticized for. No, hey, good for you, honestly. Did you ever hear about what occurred at Raven's Hill? Uh, a, a little bit. Wait, Raven's Hill? <laughs> Raven's Hill is the, is that the other, isn't that the other That's settlement? That's the uh, place that this, uh, this project is named after. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, history. It's 14 and minus one. That's a 13. <laughs> You've heard a little bit about it. Um, I would say with the 13, you heard that it was real bad. Um, you heard that after... <laughs> All bad things. Yeah, after it happened, the war pretty much ended. Um, I hope something nice happened. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm not sure you know any of the specifics, but it, it won pretty. Uh, that's for darn sure. Uh, I don't know a lot of the specifics, but I know one pretty, that's for darn sure. <laughs> Raven's Hill is a particularly strategic location for the three nations. Sure, sure. Um, and somehow or another, word got out that it was going to be... It was it was the, the linchpin in all three of their strategies. Ooh... And you hate to see it. You do. You really do. Um, the three of them converged at once. And, uh... It was bad. Let's just say... People don't necessarily trust my temple and those with magical capabilities beyond that point. Um... was a wake-up call. It was most certainly a wake-up call um, for everyone involved. But people have been rather distrusting of mages um, since then. And given that I worship the goddess of magic, well, we, what's the saying, took some flack? Uh, yeah. Oh, flack, yeah, I heard of it. 
All bad things. All bad things. Bad things. things. Can't slack can't be taken too much of it, you know. Is that is that why you signed up for this whole hoot nanny? That would be it. Hopefully by creating something good in her name we can bring public opinion around again. Well that just don't make no sense to me. Well, I mean, not not you trying to bring public opinion around, but magic. I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot about magic per se. So correct me if I'm wrong, because I understand it's your wheelhouse. But it's like, it's like a, like a tool, right? Oh, certainly. I mean, if I have a pencil, I could draw a picture of a dog or a picture of a butt. It's not the pencil's fault. You're right, but. Unfortunately, a good deal of magic has been specifically devoted to causing harm. And people, a lot of people told us afterwards, we had a lot of letters. The general sentiment was, if we were there, we could have put a stop to it, or we could have at least helped prevent the tragedy. What all was the tragedy. Atop Raven's Hill is a tower, and in that tower lived a powerful mage. Raven's Hill is sacred land. Um, <laughs> to whom depends upon who you ask. Oh, I've heard this story. But, yeah, same circus, different clowns. I mm-hmm. know this one. We believe it is ours. We believe that uh, Mr. Favors it as it is a place where the weave is just slightly um, more in the forefront. And the mage knew that there was nothing they could do that would um, prevent the attacks. So they did the only thing they could, and they called down destruction in all forms fire rained from the sky people froze where they stood lightning uh, burst forth from person to person it was very bad and in doing so the mage was consumed by the sheer over channeling of power which i think is the real tragedy but at that point, it, it woke the commanders up. It was a moment in which everyone realized that this war is about a bit more than three countries vying for land. And it led to the ceasefire. It brokered peace, but at a terrible, terrible cost. Sometimes I do wonder what would have happened if if we were there to help prevent it. Huh. I'm not sure I understand all the way, but... Oh, that sounds awful. Yes, quite. So when I saw the name on the application for this project, I, I could not... You seem awfully interested in 
in the goings on of, of magic today? Oh yeah, no, I I don't know. I just I feel I I can't hmm. I can't tell if I feel antique or if or if everybody else here is just too green. I don't <laughs> Okay. So I shot a guy in the face, right, recently, like a couple days ago. You hate yes, to see you it. told me about that. Right. The, the goblin, yes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I heard he was one day from retirement. Shame. Yeah, no, I'm not going to pretend that doesn't hurt, but, like, country girls make do, I guess. And the the, the kiddos, you know, Piper and, uh, and Harmony and Tony, all, they were all really upset. Piper especially, and I, I get that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not pro death or anything. You know, I don't want to kill people. You know, they made a joke about like, you know, bloodlust or something. That's not it. It's just, I don't think they understand that for every, for every nice goat man in the woods who will give you work and seeds there are 12 more people who will do you wrong for personal gain or for no reason at all and i i'm sad that they're upset with me but i'm good at one thing and it's protecting people and if that means that i have to be the grown-up who recognizes danger first and does the scary things that they don't like, then so be it, I guess. Just, I don't know. I feel other for a lot of reasons. That's all. That's a quandary. That's quite difficult. Took a lot of, uh, 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 flick? Flark? Flack, yeah. Flack, yeah. I don't know. You seem. I well. I don't want to say older. That you know. That's not polite. Just <laughs> like you. You know. You seem like you seen some shit. So I thought you would get it. I was going to talk to Craig, but he don't seem. I don't think he likes to talk about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. There's such a delicate balance between who can and cannot be saved, and I'm not sure it's my place to speak on that. But if you're acting with your friend's best interest in heart, what more could they ask for? I think it'd be nice to learn to be good at something else. I mean, I love my swords, don't get me wrong. Would you like me to teach you a few things? Like, uh, like praying? Like praying, but also... You have to remember, I serve the goddess of magic... Oh, that's sure. something you're interested in. I'm told I'm a passable teacher. Can can you do that? To a certain extent. Yeah. I can teach you how to access the magic around you. I mean, I can't turn into a bear or nothing. I wish I could turn into a bear. Then people would leave me alone. No offense. That oh, no, not, no, no. All right, not, all right, all right. That was not towards you. Um, no, I can't do that either. 
but if you can learn how to get in touch with with the weave with the omnipresent magical energy then you can learn how to make it do somewhat what you wish it could be quite helpful especially if you're looking to protect of course well i mean yeah i'd, I'd like that if you don't want i mean you, you don't have to let me show you a couple things is it like a like an entrance test do i need to be able to lick my elbow or something crazy like that <laughs> no but we can see if you've got an affinity for it you're not gonna like make me sit up sit, sit stand up sit down in a bunch of chairs for a while are you <laughs> no i think uh i think that's already been done it's yeah. been taken care of i don't have to do it again didn't love it but you know far far be it for me to say Sit back down, uh, and they just kind of gesture on the mat next to them. And she does. In order to reach this level of attunement, you have to feel it in all sorts of surroundings. There is magic in the chaos of a storm and the silence of a glassy sea. There is magic in a tempest and magic in a peaceful day oh that's real beautiful well thank you but also oh but for real where we are oh for real also okay no for real for all real. right um and i think she kind of pats the dirt on her sides like looking to feel magic in her surroundings <laughs> just a quick like They take out a small tinderbox and a torch, um, kind of plant the torch in the ground uh, a few feet in front of y'all, and light it with the tinderbox, and focusing on it very intently. (laughs) I also focus very intently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You watch as the flames change from um, a a warm orange to a deep, vibrant purple. It's all around. You just have to learn how to recognize it. Oh, please. It's it's nothing. It's, (laughs) It's a parlor trick. But if you can learn how to see it when it happens, you can learn to create it yourself. Well, I saw that. That one was pretty easy. Certainly. But what happened to make it that way? Okay, uh, alright. First you put the torch down. (laughs) Then you lit it. I'm gonna skip over this step, and then it turned purple. You got most of it. All it takes. And you see them kind of trace some shapes in the air with their outstretched fingers. All it takes is to find the right thread to pluck and just like that as they kind of gesture in almost a snapping motion uh the flame goes out (gasps) and when you find the next one again same kind of snapping motion uh the flame comes back it's about sequences a formula oh okay okay good like directions yes oh good okay i can do that if for example, um, 
may I? Gesturing at uh, the blanket you brought. Yeah, and I, I scooch off of it. Uh, they take a small pocket knife out and cut a tiny tear in it no more than like oh. an inch long. Alright, that's not mine, strictly speaking, but... Listen. Is anything? Alright, you got me there. Ownership is a... That's another conversation for another day. Ooh. Class number two. Using your blanket as an example, it's not difficult to stitch together something that has been broken. I'm sure your friend Tawny could tell you about that. Oh, sure. And if we use this as a metaphor, all you have to do is find the right strings. Um, and over the next minute or so, they uh, start chanting and plucking at invisible threads in the air, um, tying them together as you watch your blanket begin to come back together Ooh. whole as it was before. Wow. Would you like to try? Well, I don't know how to do that. They take out their pocket knife again. They cut the same inch tear in it. Close your eyes. Picture oh. the blanket. Okay. Now, abstract it a little bit. So instead of the pattern on the blanket, feel the pattern of the weaving. Okay. There's an over and under to it in multiple directions and that overlap creates the net which is the blanket you have okay sure now visualize the tear where the tear is all right and all you should have to do is find those strands and in your mind knot them together okay uh, i mean i'll try i'll try anything once <laughs> Make me, just for funsies, uh, make me an arcana check. Okay. <laughs> you roll all of these intelligence-based skills today. I'm so uh -oh. sorry. I can't wait to level four. <laughs> That's uh, 18. Okay. It takes you a second to properly visualize, but once you do, you can see, yeah, there's... It's not as big a tear as you would think. It's just a couple of strands that need to be tied together. You reach out and you grab the end of one and the end of another, and just did like a, a basic bunny ears it, knot. You tie them back together. Open your eyes. And she does. And the blanket is whole again. Alright, but is this like one of those training wheel things where you really did it, but you're trying to make me feel like I, No? They just hold up their hands. That you swear on it? Would you like to try it again? You don't have to close your eyes this time. Oh, I'll, oh it just gosh, helps I with know. the visualization. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I'll do one more time. Yeah. And for the third time, they take out their pocket knife, rip that little inch tear in the blanket. Do you, Do you want me to roll again? I believe you're gonna make your roll for it again. Um. So what does What does it look like for you? How How do you make this happen i th i think initially it's it's kind of like getting a like a flu shot like she, like she can't decide if she does want to look at it or look away <laughs> like is it get, like is she gonna get performance anxiety if she looks at it um but I, she ends up s sort of staring at it with the same intensity as kayleen was at the flame and like 
I, I, I think with, with her hands doing like the bunny goes around the tree through the whole <laughs> motion and seeing if that will help her along. Yeah. And uh, as you watch before your eyes, Kayleen's hands still up in the air where you can see them, uh, the blanket begins to stitch itself back together. Oh, wow. You're going to want to write some of this down. Oh, God, I, I, I didn't bring oh, anything with me. That's all right. I always keep a journal on me. Oh. Um, and they tear out a couple of pages for you and hand you a, a quill and some ink. Dip, dip. It doesn't need to be perfect, just enough so that you can remember what it looks like for Okay, next time. okay, okay. And uh, you spend a little bit of time putting down uh, your thoughts, how you did it, what you visualized, mm. all of that good stuff. Um, and She has terrible handwriting. It goes without saying. Which I adore. And before you know it, you've got, you've got some notes on how to cast Mending. If I may scooch ahead a little bit. Yeah, no, by all means. Over the course of this week, is there anything else you wanted to do before we go back to Kayleen? I think it's nice to probably just, like, actually do some of the work that we thought we were going to do. So I'm probably, you know, helping a little bit with, like, getting some of the wood organized and doing some, like, brute labor and maybe some some cleaning nice just you know stardew valley shit like that <laughs> i love that yeah absolutely uh you spend some time doing some work getting the place all set up um i'd like to imagine kind of practicing mending whatever you are mm-hmm. when you've got a moment of downtime um and a few days later when next you see kayleen they are super pleased at uh, how you've taken to it. So, what do you think? What, what do I think? What do you think? You're the teacher. I, I think you're doing quite well, but how does it feel? Do you like it? Yeah, no, yeah, a lot. I mean, I've really only been doing it with blankets, so I don't know if that's going to be a huge concern. I mean, it works on more than just blankets, but... Well, probably, like, shirts is kind of a blanket for the body. Well, yes. Well, a blanket is a blanket for the body, but, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> shirts, yes. Or or if you had, um, if you broke a key in half, for example, you could mend it in the same way. Um, mm. And the material doesn't quite matter so much, but it... It fixes small breaks. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> Would you like to learn more? I mean, only if it, you you don't you don't gotta teach me anything. I mean, if you if you're busy, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. And they take a large um, tome out of their pack and set it down in front of you. So you want me to rip this up and then put it back together? Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, just Uh checking. This is lovingly referred to in the temple as Mistress Cookbook. Um, It's not recipes for for food, but for magic. Oh, okay, good. How to do uh, 
various things. There's not, as I am more a conduit for her power instead of someone who learns through books, um, there's not a lot I can show you practically. There's not too much overlap, but if you find something you like in here, I would be more than happy to go through the motions and, and help perfect your technique. For real? Certainly. It's okay? It's fine. One might almost call it evangelism. And I, and I also laugh, but I don't get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, one might. Um, you know the Asamar who keeps trying to sell your friend soap? Oh yeah. It's like that, but with religion. I was, I'm, I was, it was a joke. Um, so, do I gotta teach three of my friends? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. All right. I, just an attempt at humor. It was probably fun. I, honestly, that's my bad. Mostly, most of the time, nine, <laughs> nine times out of ten. Um. So you take a little bit of time. You look through the book. Is there anything in particular that appeals to you? Says the DM, looking at the list of spells that you totally already read. <laughs> Just skimming through the index? Question mark. Sure, totally. Uh, the the word sword does jump right off the page in uh, in sword burst. You flip to it, and Kayleen <gasps> just chuckles, completely unsurprised. Now, they, this won't make my swords burst, will it? No, no. Okay, yeah. all right. And they take a look and just quickly skim the page. Uh, this will, it appears, create a burst of swords around you, sort of a, a protective barrier for just a moment. She just that. taps the page. <laughs> <laughs> make me another Arcana check, just to see how quickly you catch on. To That's a two! Okay, so what what does it look like then as you try to uh, work through this? I throw my actual swords by accident. <laughs> Amazing. I think I did it on the first try. Uh, Kayleen just was that it. Chuckles, but it's easier than I thought it was gonna be. Not quite. Getting, not... getting close though. Here. Um... And they, they go and retrieve your sword and bring it back to you. Um, they are genuinely enjoying themselves while oh, this my is heart. happening. Oh, my heart. Um, and they work you through some visualizations, starting with the use of your actual swords, almost like practicing uh, a martial art, using the, the movements of your, of your swords to get some of the motions down. Okay. And then... They take your sword from you, they plant it in the ground, and they say, try it without. Okay. And as you kind of mutter the words under your breath and go through the motion with your hand, uh, you see, just for a moment, um, a, a small ring of spectral swords <gasps> um, appears around you, and they each slice in the same motion as, uh, as you are making with your arm. Was that it? Now that t was that right? You're getting there. See if try it again. Let's okay, see if we okay. can get them to manifest just a moment longer. Okay. Uh, and the two of you spent some time working on it together. 
and uh, before you know it, you now have a second cantrip in your repertoire. Yay! <laughs> and it's of... narratively justified. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, for the sake of timing, because I don't want to keep you much longer than I have to. Oh, bless you. You spend some, some more time with Kayleen this week, finding a couple of spells that really, really pique your interest. Um, you're writing down the formulas as you go, making some notes on how they help teach you. Do I, uh, I like to think at some point here I do acquire my own journal, and I'm not just, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> stuffing loose paper into my pockets. <laughs> you eventually, um, manage to, to bind it all together. So you have your own little book of spells. Mm. Eventually, they point out to you, I would like to see you try something. I can't do this myself. But I wonder. Huh? Um, may I? Gesturing towards one of the swords at your at your waist. And I trust her, but I give her the short one. <laughs> yeah. They take the short one, and they just fling it, like, 15 feet out in front of you. Well, see, when I did that, you said I was doing it wrong. Call it back. Uh, uh come here. <laughs> come here, sword. Re- really concentrate. Oh, okay, um, Okay. Sword, you better get your butt over here right now. <laughs> sure enough, the hilt of the sword begins to wiggle just <gasps> a little bit. What? Please? Or, or else? <laughs> oh! uh, and it flies back towards you. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And that's... Wait, what about a fairy thing? You're never going to believe it. That's a seven. Nice. So, <laughs> I caught the blade. You, I'm going to say you, with the seven, you don't catch it, but you do have the foresight to duck. Um, oh, wow. It just flies right behind you uh, and lands a couple feet away. So if I can trick somebody into calling my sword, maybe it'll, maybe it'll hit them. Well, it seems you and your weapons have a bit of a bond. Oh, yeah, they're my babies. My S-words. It's just, a little, it's just a little joke, because it kind of looks if you write it out. <laughs> it's very little humor. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. That's okay. I said evangelism, and we're even now. Uh, yeah, we're, we're not so different, you and I. <laughs> hypothetically, as you have as this sort of bond with your weapon, you should be able to call it to you in times of need. Well, I always got my weapons on me in times of need. If, say, it was it was gone <gasps> for whatever reason. Stop. I know. You're just trying to scare me. <laughs> We have a, an elite guard at the Temple of Mistra that do similar things, and I was wondering if this was a, a capability you possessed as well. Ooh. I mean, I'll, I'll try to possess it. <laughs> you spend a little bit of time um, learning to, to call your swords and forge that bond with your weapons. And not get hit. And not get hit. It takes a moment to uh, to figure out exactly how to catch it, um, but when you get there, it looks super cool. And as you that can, I do two at once. You let me look. Yes, actually, it takes two actions, but yes, it would be two bonus actions, and I will allow you to use your normal action as one of them. Hootie hoot! Why not? Um, tossing your swords in various directions. Now that you've spent some time working on and honing these skills, what does it look like when you call your swords back to your hands? She 
kind of takes like an imposing what she thinks is an imposing uh power stance like bo- like both arms out uh and i think and and ideally catches one in both hands and i think she has gotten into the habit of like making extra sound effects <laughs> verbally i love that like what like you <laughs> amazing um yeah and you are able to call your swords back you've learned over the course of this week some some of the basics of harnessing magic and how to apply that to your weapon fighting um which is a fun narrative way of revealing to the listeners that you have officially chosen uh, to become an eldritch knight which is really exciting yay i'm so excited for this opportunity i cannot wait to see where it leads me uh special thanks to Jono and of course jesus christ for helping me along the way <laughs> i'm excited to see and i do hold you in equal regard <laughs> <laughs> can't say that my dad listens to the show he doesn't. It's safe. Yeah, fine. okay, um, all right. I wasn't going to say anything, but... <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to see what Pig does with this, because I think Eldritch Knight is a really fun subclass, especially for Pig. Pigmalion can have a little magic. As a treat. As a treat. <laughs> and I think, if it's all right with you, we are going to end this special bonus downtime session here. And uh, when we are next together on Sunday, we have to figure out just what exactly is going on with this fellow who decided that he's mayor now? <laughs> I'm about to mend this guy like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, I hope you had fun. I'm I sure did. Fun. Thank you for making time for me. Of course. I, I hate to miss a session at the best of times. Hey, I'm, it really do be like that. It's sometimes like that it do be. And I hope you had fun listening to this as well. Um, until the next time, I'm Jono. You can find me on Twitter at MammalJono. That's M-A-M-M-E-L-J-O-N-O. Um, my pronouns are he, him, and I had fun. I'm Theo. I also had fun. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, his, and you can find me on Twitter at T-Wampuzik. That's T-W-A-M-P-U-S-Z-Y-C. Or... On Instagram at Dionysus.jr. And who did you play today? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I play Pygmalion today and every day. I love you, and I love that this is a bit now. I, I didn't think I would have to say it today. They knew. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to make a bit of it. You're um, bullying me because I'm different. I love you so much. I know this. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for tuning into the special bonus episode of Goofballs and Goblins. We'll see you next time. Bye! Goofballs and Goblins is a production of Petty Theft Podcasts and Maked with Good Intentions. Executive produced by Rachel Butala, Isaac Greenwich, John O'Mammel, and Theodore Wampuzik. Find more at pettytheftpodcasts.com. Like the show and want to help other people discover it? Leave us a review wherever you found this podcast. Not only will it help other people find us, but it will make us genuinely happy. Questions? Comments? 
Want to correct my pronunciation of something? Tweet us at GNGCast. That's G, the letter N, G, cast. And while you're there, consider following us to keep up to date on our shenanigans. And now, here's what I think an Arcanaloth sounds like. Grandma, what big eyes you have. The better to see you with, my dear. Grandma, what big ears you have. The better to hear you with, my dear. Grandma, what a big arcane focus you have. The better to cast Fireball!